I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Because living by design is living with intention. It's just having a handle on the things that you can control. It is delegating. It is planning. It is asking for help, right? It's using your time wisely. It's feeling prepared. And all of that stuff lends itself to having more days than not when you are a calm mom. Is it going to happen 100% all the time? Perfectly. Heck no, heck no. So release that pressure now. But friends, with intention, it can be the norm, right? When you feel scattered, when things catch you off guard, that can be the deviation from the norm. But with intention, feeling like you're cool, calm, and collected can be the norm. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast, the show for ambitious women ready to get off the hot mess express. I know you've got a lot going on. You work so hard. You're raising an incredible family. And sometimes it can be overwhelming. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. And years ago, I was right where you are. I was running a busy law practice while raising a family, and I was on the fast track to burnout. I thought I just needed to be more organized or have better routines but it was learning how to heal and regulate my nervous system that expanded my capacity to gracefully hold more of this big, beautiful life. You too are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. Learning to be a calm, anchoring presence in your home and at work is going to be your superpower. If you're here to do the inner work that brings a sense of calm amidst the chaos, I'm here to join you on that journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's get at it. What's up, mamas? Michelle Grosser here, your master coach. Welcome to the Calm Mom Podcast. So grateful you're spending time with us today. I'm really excited about this episode. We're talking about whether you are living by default or by design. And I'm going to guide you guys through three simple ways to start living 
each day with intention. So all of us are showing up in each area of our lives in one of two ways, right? We're either showing up by default or by design. And it's it's not necessarily all or nothing, right? I think you can be intentional in some areas of your lives and not necessarily so in others. However, what I tend to see is that you're either super intentional in all areas of your life or you're not, right? Okay, so when I say by design or by default, what do I mean? Like, what does it actually look like? So if you're living by default, you're just kind of blowing in the wind, right? You're scrambling from one moment to the next. You feel like you're just constantly putting out fires. There's not much intention to your day. Maybe you're only doing as good as, as things are going. Not a lot of whole, not a whole lot of time for reflection. Not a lot of time for planning. Not a lot of time for the things that you truly value. You're just kind of scrambling, right? One kid has to be here. One kid has to be there. You forgot something. You're running around. It's, you know, you're supposed to bring this for the bake sale. You're supposed to, um, return the library book today. <laughs> like you're just kind of running from fire to fire and addressing what's most pressing at that exact moment. And I'm sure we've all had moments like that. I know I certainly have. And by moments, I mean like days and weeks and maybe sometimes even months. And I just know that I was not like that living in that way was not serving me well. Right? It's not a stretch of the imagination to imagine that that's not how we are best served. But if you're living by default, like, I mean, first of all, it's exhausting, right? Because it's hectic. You feel like you're always scrambling. You're forgetting stuff all over the place. You feel kind of stuck. You have no direction. You're always, you're always getting caught off guard, right? You're just kind of this wandering generality. You're just kind of a hot mess. And it's really living unconsciously. That's what it is. But it doesn't have to be that way. Because living by design is living with intention. And when I say this, I'm not saying this as like something else to put on your to-do list. This isn't a practice that's like, yeah, but I have all these small kids running around and a house and a job and all this stuff. No, this isn't something that's going to take you hours a day. It's just having a handle on the things that you can control. It is delegating. It is planning. It is asking for help, right? It's using your time wisely. It's feeling prepared. And all of that stuff lends itself to having more days than not when you are a calm mom. Is it going to happen 100% all the time? Perfectly? Heck no. Heck no. So release that pressure now. But friends, with intention, it can be the norm, right? When you feel scattered, when things catch you off guard, that can be the deviation from the norm. But with intention, feeling like you're cool, calm, and collected can be the norm. It really can. Okay, so let's talk through these three steps. These are just three things that I put together that I thought would be a good starting place. If you're interested in including and bringing in a little more intention, a little more purpose in your day-to-day. Number one, you guys are going to hear me say this till the cows come home. Wake up before your kids. Wake up before your kids. And maybe some of you don't want to hear this, but my friends, this is a game changer. I promise you, it's going to make a difference. I'm not saying you need to wake up at 4.30 a.m. <laughs> chill out. But what I am saying is that if you struggle with mornings, right? If you feel like you're getting up on the wrong side of the bed, if you feel like you just kind of wake up in a bad mood, you wake up exhausted, if you feel like people are coming at you like the moment you open your eyes that they need something, get up 10 minutes before your kids tomorrow. 10 minutes. 
It doesn't have to be this whole big thing. Just get up, chug a glass of water, make yourself something, whatever you like to drink in the morning, coffee or tea. Leave your phone wherever it is. Do not bring it with you. And just go sit somewhere that brings you peace. Like just go freaking sit in silence for a moment and enjoy your drink while it's still hot. Pray, meditate, right? Journal, read, just sit in silence. Don't turn on the news. Don't start scrolling. Like this is intentional time for you to start the day with the mindset that you want to, right? So set your intentions for the day, whatever they are. Today, I'm choosing to experience more joy, right? Today, I'm going to dance three times. Today, I'm going to send that, whatever, that email to my boss that I've been avoiding so I can just kind of get it off my mental load. Today, I'm going to be authentic in my expression, right? In love. But if someone makes me angry, I'm not going to bury it and pretend it's okay. Like whatever your intention, whatever you want your intention to be for that day, take a couple minutes and set it. This is so powerful. And then I promise you when you hear those little feet or you hear the baby cry or whatever that starts your mom part of the day, you're going to approach it with so much more peace, so much more love, so much more presence. It's so, so powerful. Start with 10 minutes. Start with 10 minutes and see what you notice. And I promise you, you're going to love this time so much. I do, right? that I actually want to wake up earlier so I have more time to myself to do the things that fuel my soul in the morning before anyone else needs me. So that's number one. Second, do something each day for your mind, for your body, and for your soul. Do something each day for your mind, body, and soul. Again, not this huge thing you have to plan out and like have this big routine around. In my little um, paper planner, I just have like three little check marks each day and I put, you know, M, B, and S. And I make sure that I do something for my mind and my body and my soul every single day. And guys, sometimes for my body, it's literally just, you know, doing some stretching in my office while I'm eating lunch. (laughs) Or sometimes when it's for my soul, like maybe I just put on a worship song and I just like sit there for five minutes and allow myself to just really be present and focus on my breathing and feel grounded, right? Maybe something for my mind. I listen to a podcast while I'm, I don't know, folding laundry or something. It doesn't have to be this huge practice. It's just being intentional with nurturing these parts of you that need your attention, that need your attention. So something each day for your mind, your body, and your soul. That, my friends, is self-care. Have you ever caught yourself wondering why you do the things you do? Like, why do you get so angry and yell at your kids when they're moving at a snail's pace in the morning? Or why is it so hard to relax when the house is a mess? If so, you've got to take my personality patterns quiz. Because here's what's going on. When you were a child... Whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. And over time, those defenses became a habit, and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is really actually often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There's five different personality patterns. 
And they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs, but rather they describe the safety strategy that you immediately go to when you start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who you are, but rather what's actually blocking who you are. And the good news is that once you take the quiz and you learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern and then live and parent as your true and authentic self. So click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz now to take my two-minute personality patterns quiz. And then third. Third, either on, at some day at the end of the week, so either on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, whatever works best for you, take 30 minutes to plan out the following week. 30 minutes. I like to do it on Sunday afternoon. And what I do is I go through my work calendar, which is um, my like electronic calendar. Maybe you guys use Google or I use Outlook, but you go through your work calendar and then I go through our family calendar and I put everything into my paper planner. Yes, I I have all three, right? So we have my work calendar, which has all my stuff for my law firm, all my stuff for the podcast, all my stuff for the coaching. We have a family calendar, which we actually keep in our kitchen. And that has like birthdays, stuff going on with school, family stuff, stuff that's happening in our weeknight ministries, all of these different things that are happening that are important for our family. And then I have my paper planner, um, which I write down all of the things that I have calendared times set, like appointments, meetings, stuff for my law stuff, like depositions or hearings, coaching sessions, podcast interviews, all of that stuff. And I put that all into my paper plan, right? Um, and then I make a list of all the other stuff I want to do that following week that's really not time bound. So the stuff that doesn't necessarily have to happen at a certain time, I'm not meeting anyone at that time. It's not something that's set at a certain time. It's just something that I want to accomplish the next week. Maybe it's like writing outlines for these podcast episodes, recording the episodes, editing the episodes, <laughs> writing the show notes, um, responding to emails. I'm really working hard on building a course for you guys. So I'm spending a lot of my time doing that these days. And I plug all those into my paper planner, paper planner, um, and stuff for the kids, right? And then once I get all of that in my paper planner, I do a once over and I do a once over just to make sure that I have enough margin, enough white space, right? White space, nothing planned. So if I get behind, which inevitably happens, right? Stuff pops up something unexpected comes up, um, then it doesn't derail my day. It doesn't derail my week. I also include that white space so that if Jeff and I want to take, I don't know, an hour and go play tennis or go for a walk over a lunch or whatever, we can do that. And then I take five minutes and I grab my paper planner and I bring it to Jeff. And I'm like, all right, can we go through this week really quick? And what we do is we figure out and we agree on who's going to do drop off or pick up each day for the girls. So if that's something that is in your schedule? Is that something you can agree on also for the whole week ahead? And then we just kind of get everything sorted out. Like if we have evening stuff, if we have morning stuff, if there's a day where Jeff needs something different from me or I need something different from him. Um, for example, last week I had a day where I had to drive to the West Coast of Florida because I had um, some clients there that I was seeing their properties that were damaged by the hurricane. And that meant that Jeff was going to do pickup. It meant that he was going to do uh, drop off and pick up. And it meant that he was just going to be solo dad for the day, right? He was going to do all the meals. He was going to do everything. So at the, a week ahead, 
I was able to talk that through with him so we could plan for it and I could help make sure that he had everything that he needed for that to go smoothly. And he does the same when he's gone, uh, making sure that I have everything that I need so that it makes it as easy on me when, when I'm solo parenting. And just so this stuff gets sorted out so that the week flows smoothly, right? And I write down stuff that's going on with my kids. This is the day that I have to bring cupcakes. You know, this is when the whatever basket for their auction is due or all of this stuff so it doesn't sneak up on me, right? And if you want to take it a step further, you can even include like a rough meal plan or home management stuff, like the days that you'll clean certain rooms or do laundry or whatever. Like if you can do all of that good on you, I I do not take it that far yet. <laughs> I'll say yet, maybe I'll get there one day. Um, but right now, this is a huge improvement for me to just get everything down in my paper planner for each day, talk it over with Jeff, and make sure that we're essentially prepared a week in advance so that I'm not caught off guard with all the stuff that comes up because, guys, it's a lot. It's a lot. I get it. Um, and it's really just 30, 35 minutes a week, right? And taking that time on the weekend, guys, I can't tell you how much peace that brings me. It's just being intentional about the following week so I can set myself and my husband and my kids up to win, right? Set myself up so I'm not feeling scattered. I'm not feeling overwhelmed. I'm not feeling exhausted or always behind. And friends, like these are just my three little steps to start, right? Three little steps to start. Wake up before your kids. Do something each day for your mind, body, and soul. And then take 30 minutes to plan at the end of each week for the following week. This is just the tip of the iceberg, right? This is practical stuff. This is stuff you can start implementing right now. Wake up a little earlier. Do something for yourself each day. Nourish all those parts of you, your mind, body, and soul. Organize your schedule so you're not frantically always running behind. This is not the deep inner work that takes months. I love that stuff. I'm all about that stuff. That stuff is so vital and it's so necessary. But sometimes it's just like, man, Michelle, give me something I can use today. This is the simple stuff. So give it a try. You have to start with all of these, right? Maybe one of them resonates the most with you. Maybe one of them is like, okay, that's actually going to move the needle for my family. I feel it. I know that that's an area of weakness for me. I know I need to take better care of myself. I know that I need more alone time so I'm not so edgy or irritable in the morning. I know I need to make time to be more intentional to plan my week so my husband and I are on the same page, right? Choose one. Give it a try, right? Just choose one. Notice how investing in yourself investing in your family, taking a little time to plan for the week ahead, just a few moments, right? A few moments a day can really make all the difference. I want to hear all about it. Let me know what you guys choose. Shoot me a DM, michellegrosser.coach on Instagram. I always love hearing from you guys. Um, If you modify any of these or put your own twist on it, I would love to hear about it because you guys are just so brilliant and creative and I just, I learn from you guys. So I love you all in your corner. I'm cheering for you. I'm rooting for you. I'm here for you. I'll talk to you soon. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, 
DM me on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.